And now for something completely different. Here's what's coming up this hour on today's experience. It's fantastic, phenomenal, always fun, usually somewhat fascinating Friday as we head into the weekend. Not being afraid, even if the earth gives way or the mountains fall into the seas, because our help comes from the Lord. First, I believe that I can write this show introduction with a great deal of conviction and experience. If you might have heard on Wednesday, I don't know, but I've been hurt in a church badly. In reality, faith-altering levels of hurt. But I've been a Christian for about 44 years. The horrible church stuff was about year two to about year six. That's about four years. That leaves 40 years when the church has not been lousy. It hasn't been perfect, and in truth, some cases, though, it's been outstanding. And that is the, the pastors and the members. All this to say, ready? You ready? Go to church. Be connected. Be in fellowship. Or you are disobedient to Jesus, who said, A new commandment I give to you, love one another. We can't do that by ourselves. And next, Christian music artists are awesome. Christian teachers, national and local, are awesome. Christian entertainers are awesome. Christian servants are awesome. Christian brothers and sisters, awesome, but only to a degree. All of us are limited in how awesome we are or can be. There is only one who is forever and always awesome, and he doesn't need us to be awesome the way we need him, just to breathe, let alone to even try and be an awesome. No flesh shall glory before his presence. And finally, okay, here's a secret. All right, well, it's not a secret, but we act that way. All of our understanding and comprehension and insight and illumination and revelation and grasping and knowledge comes from somewhere. Colossians chapter 2, verse 3 states, All the treasures of wisdom and knowledge are hidden in him. Care to take a guess where it all comes from? If you said Jesus, you win the prize. And if you know Jesus, you know the prize. David Spoon's life has been an experience. While growing up in a Jewish family, he made a wrong turn towards drug abuse. Then David Spoon found Jesus Christ, and his life completely changed. The more he studied the gospel, the more he wanted to share his experiences with others. After 35 years of ministry, David discovered a new path of service. He joined KAAM, and this radio program began. You're about to hear the David Spoon Experience. Welcome to the David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. Here's what else we're looking at during the show. Lessons for surviving, living, and prevailing. Politics, entertainment, and current events. Personal revelations. Spiritual observations, my life's insanities and oive, so much more. Hey, we're asking you, what do you think? You can email us during the show, david at he org. That's david at he org. You can text us live during the show. We won't bite. <laughs> uh, not hard, anyway. 214-210-8483. That's 214-210-8483. You can also call us. That's right. You can call us at 972 445 0770. 
That's 972-445-0770. Now, I will tell you that when you do make that phone call at 972-445-0770, something special happens. Because you will be talking to Dynamite D. Hello, lucky person. You got the number right, because you are talking to kid a dynamite. Dynamite! You have to love that. Uh, talking to Dynamite D, that's like getting an attaboy from an unexpected place. You know, somebody goes, yeah. yeah, love it. Here's the bottom line. The bottom line is maybe you've got an opinion, a comment, a thought, or a question. You might be saying, well, how is it that the Earth rotates in its direction and the uh, moon rotates in its direction and the different planets rotate in their direction? I'm not going to give you the answer. You can just ask the question. I'm just saying you're welcome to ask it. You can also just share something. Maybe the Lord's working in your life on something special. And maybe you just need prayer. And it's like, man, I just need prayer for this. I just want to get pushed past it. I'm right at the edge. I want to just get a little bit of a push of faith. These are the great opportunities to do that with your brothers and sisters. No, they don't have to think exactly like you because I'll ask you one question. How many of you do you want? Oh, yeah, I thought we all wanted people to be like Jesus. Okay, yeah, that'll work, okay? All right, see. That's a good one, huh? That was actually, I thought, pretty good. All right, all right so here we go. We were gonna, we've got our trivia question, and once again, in my trivia book, the book uh, fell. <laughs> so I have to punt until I can find out where this trivia question is. So in the meantime, I'll ask you this simple trivia question. Give me the name of the three apparent most close disciples to Jesus as they were a part of everything that he did in private discussions and in publics. What were their names? What are the names of the three disciples? Just straightforward. Al hits the pow-pow on that one. No wasting any time. If you think you know, by the way, 972-445-0770. Who were the three closest disciples to Jesus? Right? Just thinking Mount, um, Mount of Transfiguration, Mount of Transfiguration. Who was there? You can also text in 214-210-8483. As well, you can uh, send an email, David, at he must increase.org. That's what we're looking for. Who were the three closest disciples? Ooh, challenging question indeed. In the meantime, I'm going to throw something your direction you've not yet heard. <gasps> something new, Dave? Yes. Okay. So our, our wonderful brother, Eric, had uh, asked me something, and it's been something I've been thinking about, so I haven't really said anything to anybody, so I thought it was funny that he brought it up. But it seems to me like some people really do enjoy every once in a while the political biblical rants that kind of like merge together. So kind of like uh, the political is the inside and the sandwich part of it is the biblical part. So, biblical, so like a sandwich. <laughs> I always think about food about this time. Anyway, bottom line is um, considering doing a YouTube channel for a five-minute uh, biblical, political, put-em-together face-to-facers. 
You know what I'm saying? But instead of doing it like I'm going to do this for the Republicans, I'm going to do this for the Democrats, I'm going to do this for the Libertarians, I'm going to do this for the Conservatives, I'm going to do this for the 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 Liberals, I'm going to do this for this. For I'm going to do this for the kingdom of God. That's what I'm thinking. And if you have an opinion on that, we want you to let us know, right? That's kind of a nice way to do it, right? What do you I mean, mean, that should be. I, I won't say no, Brandon, because in all things you pray, but the timing, the timing right now. Timing is pretty good, right? For and for the next, I got to say, for the next two or three years, it's going to be. Okay. So uh, there's a bazillion ways to get a hold of us. You can text us. You can send an email. I'm going to tell you what the negative is on the backside. So I'm not I'm supposed to be honest. It's like, this is what we do. We're just telling it the way it is. Uh, but there's a bazillion ways to get a hold of us. You can email us. You can text us. Uh, you can't really call during the show because calling during the show on that's not, we don't kind of want to do that. But you can go to the website. There's uh, five different places to contact us. Uh, you can have a, a hire a sky flyer person that does writing in the sky that'd be a lot of money i'd rather you donate that <laughs> just because right off the bat. uh but you can come buzzing by on roller skates and see with a sign yes no maybe here's the negative i want to be honest about it. so here's the negative this is why my wife said you got to be uh, careful to do this i have a little bit of a tendency to get a little excited when i do it and she doesn't want me to be um uh, somebody calling it. She doesn't want me to be – what's the word I'm looking for? She doesn't want me just to be sharing angrily, which I totally agree with. I don't want to be this guy that, that does this. I know that there's people that do this for a living. They're uh, from the political realm. And then I know there's Christians who do it who are political commentators. I get that. This would be a little bit different. This would be – this is what the Bible says. This is what people are doing. This is why it's wrong. This is what it, this is. What it is. Okay, and then I mean, I'm, we'd be covering serious topics, and so it's just a thought to process it. Okay, all right, all right. Do we have somebody ready to answer the trivia question? All right, let's send them on through so we can get the trivia question coordinated. Knock, knock. This is David. Who am I talking to? Hey, knock, knock. On which direction did moon or sun rotate? Oh, my brother, how are you? I wondered how you were doing. I'm so glad you called. Well, my phone is kind of messing up, so that's why sometimes. You know I what? Say, you know, okay, I don't want to waste your time. So the answer is uh, to your question is Shadrach, Meshach, and Abdullah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no? Okay, he, then, Yeah, uh, give me the answer. Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob? <laughs> oh, maybe not. Maybe uh, Peter, John, and James? Yes, Peter, John, and James. <laughs> You are so it's so bad when you answer wrong and I know that you're just doing that for the fun of it. I mean that's what's so terrible about it. It's like it's that's hilarious. Friday and you were talking about food. So can I talk about some joke of course yes, joke? Of course. That's so good. How have you been, brother? Uh, How are things? I'm going to lose you, but uh, Shabbat shalom to you. Shabbat shalom, brother. We're going to I'm going to pray for you after after we disconnect, okay? All right, he disconnected. So he's only got a little bit of space on his phone. He drives through and he's only got a little bit of space. So let's pray for Samson. He's just such a blessing. Let's just pray for him real quick. Father, we come before you right now. We lift up our brother Samson. We love him. He's a breath of fresh air. You give people like that to us all the time. We love that. And we just ask you to bless him and encourage him and let him know that he's a blessing. 
Let him know that you hear his prayers and that you're aware of where he's at and what he's going through. You are not unaware, and you are for him and with him. And Lord, the truth is, when you, uh, when you gave us Jesus Christ and his secondary name was God with us, you were saying you're with us. That's just the truth. Let him know that deep in. We just ask your blessing on him. We thank you, and we pray it in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Who else would call and then give us uh, three or two incorrect answers but Samson? <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm, I'm still going to do this. It's only like two and a half minutes, and then we'll break. Poor D. You really got to stand. You got to be on your toes, don't you? you know no, that was actually funny. And I was still thinking about what you said before we went to. All right. Yeah. So if you guys have an opinion on that uh, uh, YouTube thing, I'm, I'm open to it. I just don't want to be mad when I do it. That's the thing. You know what I mean? And, and I think that's the big point is to. There is righteous anger, but to Correct. make sure you're conveying it in a way that's not like rah, rah, rah. You know right. what I'm saying? Right. You're not trying to just pick each person out. And then it, it, I don't really care where it comes down. What I really care about is. Everybody should be participating in our in our country. You do have that opportunity to express your opinion and, and to vote. Okay, if you have that opportunity, you should use it. I mean, that's that's given to you. You're not living in a country where that that's not an opportunity. And I'm just of that persuasion. You should you should vote Jesus in the capacity that whatever close as closely possibly reflects. And no, none of them do. So don't get weird on it. But as close as possible. I mean, the irony is that some people will think, no, it's just like Jesus. See, that's the problem. <laughs> That's a whole separate show. <laughs> That's just, funny. Let's just move on from that one. All right, let me finish this one thing. This is called Don't Keep Running. So, And I've actually taught this before in another place, and I call it God Has a Better Pair of Sneakers. And what it really comes down to is this. Listen to this. I've been in a church that was terrible, right? I've been called up on the platform and had my personal counseling confessions exposed to the entire public church. You think, how could you ever go back to church? How could you ever go back to that? Because not every bad church is, is representative of who God is. That's just absurdity. There are some bad churches do things in God's name that are bad, which really is what it means to take the Lord's name in vain. But we'll deal with that again at another time. But the idea is that church is precious to God. He sees the church as beautiful. Yes, it's a mess, but it's God's mess. Where is Jesus in the book of Revelation in chapter 2 and 3 and especially in chapter 1? Where is he? He's in the middle of the lampstands. He's not far off. He's not in some other galaxy. He's in the middle. He knows what's going on. And when the church isn't doing right, if they're willing to listen, he tells them. And if they're not willing to listen, he removes them. And some of those churches in Revelation were removed, just to let you know. My admonition is this. Don't keep running Second Chronicles 30, verse 8 says this, Do not be stiff-necked as your fathers were. Submit to the Lord. Come to the sanctuary, which he has consecrated forever. Serve the Lord your God. Don't be stubborn. Knock it off. Just stop being stubborn. And surrender to the Lord, first and foremost, always. And go back to church, and you'll hate this. Ready? Try a new one if you've been burned in an old one. You're thinking, well, it isn't that easy. Yes, it is. <laughs> if you are just like, I was really hurt in a church. Number one, I totally relate to you. Go to another church, sit in the very back row, be the last one in and the first one out, and do that for six months. Who cares? 
Just get back to fellowship until you can move yourself in. Because one of the big kicks that people are missing when they get hurt at a church is God has given each one of us gifts to serve one another. That, that's the purpose of those gifts that are in your life. And you got to be in some kind of fellowship to do it. No, it doesn't have to be exactly the church that, that uh, maybe America defines some of us. Some churches, I don't know if you know this or not, they meet every day. Some churches are unable to meet every day. They meet in a less frequent uh, basis, okay? Here's the bottom line. Find the place the Lord wants you to fellowship. Participate in that fellowship. Offer your gifts in that fellowship. Be a part of that fellowship and do exactly what Jesus said. A new commandment I give to you, love one another. That's what he wants you to do. I'm not trying to be mean at all. You know I'm not trying to be mean. I'm trying to encourage you. Give it a roll. You know, what do they say? Throw the dice. Throw the dice. Okay. All right. Do we have somebody that wants to comment, somebody they want to share? Yeah. Okay. All right. Fire him on through. Knock, knock. This is David. Who am I talking to? This is Brother Roger again. Hi, Brother Roger again. How are you? <laughs> I'm, I'm okay. I'm going to tell you one of the reasons I started listening to your show is because I was losing my jo- joy by listening to the political show. And I just had to quit listening to the political uh, channels, and I started listening to David's own experience, and my joy started returning. That don't mean that the enemy don't try to get my joy, because he works on it every day, trying to get my joy. But... When I quit listening to the political stuff, my joy started returning because I started listening to David Boone experience. And I just wanted to let you know that if you're thinking about the getting it back or talking about political stuff, you're going to have to be really careful that it's the Lord telling you to do it. And I'm not saying I won't listen if you get back in political stuff, but just I want you to really search your heart and your mind and everything involved because you're not going to uh, please everybody with political stuff. You know, it's just not going to happen. Yeah. You're going to have one. And yeah. even in the Christian realm, you know, uh, there's difference of opinion on what's right and what's wrong. And, and some of the policies, they just got big heads, and, and then they had a fall because they got a big head. Yep, yep. <laughs> no, I think that's I think that's excellent input. Let me ask you this, and I want to I want you to be honest with you because I love that you call. See, it's yeah. because you care that you called. So right. I mean that, and I, you know how much I love that. So if we kept it out of the show and put it in a different venue, like a YouTube channel. Out of the radio show, but in a YouTube channel, yeah. like little mid videos. What do you think of that? So, in other words, instead of because I don't want to put it in the show, and I'm not gonna. So, just so you can know, it's not yeah. going. It's not going on the David Spoon experience. It would be a separate YouTube venue, video thing. Venue, yeah. Well, for me myself, I've quit Facebook and I quit YouTube. So, got it. You can do what you want. <laughs> <laughs> 
You're so funny. You can do whatever you want, Dave. I'm not on those. That was hilarious. That is hilarious. I love it. You are so funny. It won't bother me either way. Yeah, that's great. That is great. No, and I appreciate what you're saying about the show because I am very I know this sounds crazy, but I'm I'm protective of the show. I know that sounds kind of right. weird, but I'm like I'm like, look, in the sh- in the showtime when we're doing our radio stuff, and I know there's people that don't like it and they want it right. to be more. And it's like, nah, we're kingdom, well, we're kingdom in this. We're doing well, this kingdom. They, they're going to condemn me for telling the joke. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I know. Please, <laughs> I, know uh, please. I know, I know, I know. Please, you know, get over yourself. You know? <laughs> I know. I know. Some of that's so, that's so funny is I probably offend more people by telling jokes than I do anything else. It's like, how bizarre <laughs> is that? You know? <laughs> how can you do that, brother? I would at least have liked to read about that Pharisee. <laughs> hey, it's it's funny. It's Phil yeah, the Funny Pharisee it, or something. Or... <laughs> Excellent I, you know, job. That's a great input, though. I really do appreciate it. Yeah, That's well, good insight. You know, I, I've been not trying to call in as much because I, I know that uh, I sometimes go on and on about stuff, and you don't need that either, you know, my opinion. And I, I have, but my background is, uh, I'm not a Jew, but I had a religious background, but my mom and dad didn't weren't religious from the heritage they came from. They were just Christian. Right. You know? Yep. They were, and matter of fact, my dad said, if you don't want to believe in Jesus Christ, do not profess them as your Lord and Savior if you if you don't feel it in your heart. Right. Don't do it. You know, don't say something that you don't want to say. And God had to knock me down to the ground to get my attention before I confessed to him that you are my lord and savior so god god does it the way he wants to i wasn't in a church i wasn't in a, a building i was in uh, i was in my house after doing stuff that i shouldn't been doing and but he said i want you and he got me and he got me to stay does that mean i don't go through difficulty i go through difficulty yeah but and and i text you Yesterday, they sent me to a nursing home, and they said, I'm not coming out of that nursing home. They said, you have a death sentence. And six months later, I was out of that nursing home. Amen. And it it was all because God said, I need you to rest, because I was trying to do too much. I was trying to, do, I was trying to keep up with this one and that one, and, and it was all church related you know i was too and keep a job and church and family and i i had a, a daughter at the time on on drugs and alcohol and living on the street and in prison so he said you know what son you're gonna rest a little while but i got you and i trusted him and believed that he would get me out of there and then i'd be back doing ministry but it's a different kind of ministry it's my my job right now 
is to study to show myself approved and be a prayer warrior for right now. Amen. And if I can witness here at the Walmart that I work at, then I witness. But I only witness when God allows me to witness, and I don't push anybody into anything. I just let God lead me. If he leads me to somebody that needs him, he leads me to him. Amen. Amen. Well, let me let me pray over you. Can I do that? I, I need the prayer today because I've, I've been fighting a little. Uh, I was out of work for two months on a leave after, and I've been fighting this thing, trying to get back into work, and it, it, I'm struggling. All right. Let me let me pray for you. Okay, let's do it. Okay. Let's, let's join I'm our ready. faith. Let's do it. Father, we come before you right now. We lift up our precious brother Roger. We just ask right now, first and foremost, that you would move by the power of your Holy Spirit into his body, yes, and that he would know that you are moving inside of him and and helping him yes, and refreshing him and reviving him and healing him, Lord, and bringing yes, him Lord. to a, a full anointing, a full energy that comes from you. Not from the yes, world, but it comes from you. And we ask yes, you to bless his willingness to serve you and to honor you and to keep you at the forefront and open up those opportunities, but put a big comfort in his heart knowing that just being willing is what you're looking for, and he's doing that which yes, you've yes. set before him. And I pray you'd seal him just with that, with that sense of hope and confidence and grace that you pour into your kids. Bless yes. this man. He's our brother. And we're going to spend eternity together, and we're asking you yes. to bless him here and now, and that he may even testify about mm. the blessings that come. We pray your blessings yes. in Jesus' name. Amen and yeah. amen. Well, if we can't have breakfast on this earth, we'll have breakfast in heaven for a thousand years. So you got it. Me and you would spend have a, have a breakfast for a thousand years. How's that? You got it. I'm just telling the, I'm just telling the Lord, bagels are a must. That's all I keep saying. Bagels are a must. <laughs> if they're from God, they're organic. <laughs> Excellent job, brother. Excellent. I'm, I'm, I'm willing to wait till I get up there. <laughs> yeah. All right, brother. God bless you. Great job, by the way. Thank you for sharing. Well, um, All yeah, right. you can do what you want to on YouTube and Facebook because that... I quit. <laughs> I love it. All right. See you later. All right. Bye bye. See you later. Bye bye. All right. <laughs> We are just, you just, you guys, I understand, but I, I've been doing radio for a while, just so you, you can know. This is the most unique group of people. I'm not saying that because you're all the smartest or you're all the, the most generous. I'm not trying to say that. You're just the most unique group of people I have ever engaged with. I mean, there is no, you guys are like in your own <laughs> your own planet i say that to noelle all the time she goes want to swap because I, I probably should have said that uh because she has to deal with different people at corporate uh, anyhow we'll just move that <laughs> move that over bottom line uh towards the end of that teaching don't forget go to church don't be a don't be a weenie about that go to church and then uh on and then if you've got her go to another one Go to a fellowship. Do something in fellowship. And number two, when we come back, we'll open it up again because that apparently was a lot of fun and people like that. Uh, so we will go for that there. We'll take our break here. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Have you ever wanted to get involved with a ministry that promotes Jesus Christ as Lord but just don't know how? 
Serving in ministry is a matter of devotion, time, and talent. Are you looking for a place to try and test the waters? Do you want to get involved? Come join the Ambassadors Initiative. Be an ambassador for the David Spoon Experience. It doesn't pay great. Actually, it doesn't pay anything. But the eternal benefits are out of this world. Be a representative. Why not? It couldn't hurt. Well, we hope not anyway. You don't need to be a professionally qualified minister. You need to have a pulse. By that, we mean you need to have a heart. Just go to hemustincrease.org. That's hemustincrease.org. Click on the three lines at the top right of the website and then click on the Ambassadors Initiative link. Fill out the form and we will reach out to you. Sorry, no parking tickets will be paid for you as an ambassador through this position. What is the David Spoon experience? Then he says this, don't be afraid. Why should you not be afraid? Because what fear does is immobilizes a person, stops them from moving forward, and it also eats away at faith. Fear has this way. It's kind of like if you think of faith as, uh, I'll do this now, as uh, uh, chocolate ice cream that has peanut butter in it, okay? Uh, That's faith, okay? Fear is like somebody drilling a hole underneath and then taking a little spoon and then pulling some of that faith down, a little scoop by scoop by scoop by scoop. And you don't want your faith reduced because God requires faith to us to engage with him in. That's his requirement. That's the vehicle by which he has chosen to engage with humanity. You don't think God could have said, it's me, you're going to believe, or I'm going to turn you into a fish. I mean, you don't think God could have done that? But he chose the vehicle of faith because that's what he wanted from those that would come to him. A confidence, an assurance in the goodness of God. So Jesus, the first thing he says, ignore it, don't be afraid of it. And then he does this one radically crazy, nutsy, cuckoo line, just believe. And we use that in movies and in books and in fairy tales and all that stuff. We're not talking about any of that stuff. This is believing, looking at a situation just like Abraham did, just like we talked yesterday, how Abraham looked at the circumstance, didn't deny he was old, didn't deny he was past childbearing, and said, I'm just going to believe God anyway. Uh, That attitude of just believe, it's taking a stand in the framework of your faith that says, I'm not moving. Here I am. Call me Bulldog. I'm right here. I'm not going nowhere. My faith is solid. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Oh my goodness! We have just been having a a, a marathon a couple of different shows. show. Yeah, it is. You know, it's been cool. This whole week has just been a cool week of shows. So uh, I give some of that. Uh, I give all that credit to the Lord. I give some of this credit to you, Dynamite, just because you're a part of it. I God know. be the glory. Yeah, God be the glory. Exactly right. All right, now this trivia question. Don't get mad at me. It's not. I didn't write this trivia. <laughs> the last one I wrote. This one I didn't write. All right, here we go. Here we go. Who's the first person in the Bible who is recorded as becoming drunk? Okay, that's. I think that's a layup. 
who's the first person in the Bible who's recorded as becoming drunk? Uh, if you think you know the answer, you can call 972-445-0770. You can text in 214-210-8483. You can send an email, david, at hemusincrease.org. We send you over to the website at this time always because we need money. What else to say? Money is a good thing. Now, we don't worship money. We just need money. And if you can help with money, we love that and we appreciate that. And uh, it's helpful for us to pay the bill. I mean, that's all. I mean, I just don't know any way to say that. And uh, also, I do want you guys to check out the website. Some of you guys have, like, uh, you're kind of maybe afraid. Of, go look at all of the websites. There's so much cool stuff on there. But anyway, go to the website, hemustincrease.org. Prayer request? Hemustincrease.org. Praise report? Hemustincrease.org. Looking to give to this ministry? Hemustincrease.org. Confused by what's happening right now? Hemustincrease.org. Hemustincrease.org. Crashing waves. No? Almost. <laughs> okay. Look at that. Eric tried to call in. The phone was busy. See see how we're doing now? See what's going on? That's right. Just enjoy it, people. Somebody's ready to uh, respond to the triv. Uh, and then, Eric, call back afterwards because we'll, we'll take that call right after. Uh, send the person through, though. Knock, knock. There's a, let's try it again. Knock, knock. This is David. Who am I talking to? Nope. They're not there. Okay. We'll try it again. Okay. Don't worry about it. It's all right. It's all good. People, I have no, you know what my strain, you know what my stress is? My stress is, can I get to the exit where I'm supposed to exit on the freeway? <laughs> should see the long line of trucks that I have. That could really drink. cause some anxiety. That's, that's what, boy, oh boy, oh boy. Uh, call back if you want to. That's it. Who is the first person? They're calling back now. So uh, go ahead and uh, respond to that. Uh, Al is the pow pow on that, though. I mean, regardless, he is the pow. And then uh, somebody is ready, so we will stall with the big... Uh, we're ready to go. Send him on through. Knock, knock. This is David. Who am I talking to? This is Gary. Hi, Gary. How are you? How are you doing today? Uh, you know what? I am. I am. I can tell I'm feeling better. You know what I well, mean? Like, yeah. I mean, it might only be 3% better from yesterday, but 3% is 3%, and I'll take it, right? Okay, thank the Lord. Amen. Praise the oh, Lord for that good. goodness. Anything good. Yeah. Anything, anything, anything in the right direction we say yes to, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right, who is the first person in the Bible who was recorded as becoming drunk? I believe it was Lot. Oh, I want you to go a little bit earlier to somebody who planted a vineyard after a really long boat journey. Long boat journey. Long. Oh, um, the the rhymes with Floa. Uh, Noah. Yes, I did right there. <laughs> No, so Noah, he, now there's a lot of questions what happened afterwards. We're not talking about that part of it. What we're talking about is just what, after he got done. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, right. And, then, right. and who can blame him? I mean, I'm not saying that mean or anything, but it's like after that whole experience and they're the only people left and it's just like, I give that guy all the credit in the world. Just give him all the space he wants. <laughs> it's like, really? He just went through that whole thing. He's the last family. He's, he's literally the oldest guy on earth. 
the most dramatic thing in the history of the right, world. Right. I mean, it's just like, and then it's like, uh, I think I'll have a glass of wine or two or three. So that's and that's what he did. But yeah, that's that was no. So that, but that was. I knew you were heading in the right place. I just wanted to get you there. But as soon as you get to the clues, that's when we get tongue tied. Well, I, I, no, I was going to say no. Actually, I was going to say Noah, mm-hmm. and then I thought about it, and uh, I went with Lot. I think <laughs> Lot became intoxicated, too. So. Yep, he did become intoxicated because his daughters uh, took advantage uh, of him to yeah, keep right. their family going. And you just look at it, and you think, uh, somebody said something to me. I'll say this. I'll be very careful how I say it but, so, so nobody can get offended, but nothing good happens after 10 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, there's some wisdom in that right there. <laughs> Keep praying for all of you. All right. Thank you, brother. God bless you. Thank you, brother. Appreciate it. God bless you, too. Gary's precious, precious brother. You keep him in prayer. That's part of our commitment to one another is you're praying for one another. And again, and I and I really, really, really mean this. You don't have to spend an hour in prayer. Okay? I, just, I say that the nicest way. And when Paul says, I mention you in prayer, I think a mention is like a mention. You know? Like, hey, yeah, Lord, don't forget this person. And don't forget this person. <laughs> I think that's... Well, that's what I think of it when I think of a mention. And by golly, he was Jewish, and I'm Jewish, so we got a little closer connection there. Uh, okay, uh, if anybody wants to call on top of that, you can. What our uh, premise is is uh, opening the door. We're, we're being honest, so we're trying to do an honesty thing here. Uh, we're asking a quick survey. If you uh, are interested, you can respond. You don't have to respond, of course. But you can contact us via uh, text, email. You can go to the website, whatever. We're asking, what do you guys think about a YouTube channel that takes the political issues and directly matches it to the Scripture? I mean, directly, no, you know, and but that, that I will tell you right now for those that are thinking that means that all of this, like one party will be favored over another. Nope. That means that the Lord will be favored. And I'll tell you, we'll give you a perfect example. This will offend a bunch of people right up, but I'll give you this example. Now, I happen to be a big fan of Ronald Reagan, but he was wrong saying that America was the city on the hill. Why? Because Jesus was talking about individuals. <laughs> So, so instead of getting mad, just read the context. Don't get mad at me. It's not my fault. I didn't, you know, it's like, you know what I'm saying? He's he, What he was saying is that your example shines like a city on the hill. Uh, America is an example. It can be used that way, or certainly, but Jesus was specifically talking about people that were following him. So careful. And see, now see, now I love that guy, right? And some people are going to go, oh. it's like, look, it's the book. I know, I know, and I understand, but God created the universe. He can write a book. That's all I'm going to say. It's, it's, I just think that argument, and I, and I, again, I hearken back to hearken. I hearken back to the San Diego days where somebody came in and says, "Well, I want to talk to you about that." And I said, "Okay." And they said, "Well, you say that God created the universe and He can write a book." And I, and I said, "Yes." And he goes, "Well," he goes, "But other people have been participated." And I said, "Do you believe God created the universe?" And he said, "Yes." I said, "Do you think?" Writing a book is easier. <laughs> he goes, yes. I go, okay. <laughs> Done. Sorry, that's how it goes. It's like, you think writing a book is easier than creating the universe? I go, yes. <laughs> Call me crazy. Uh, what are we doing? We are so far all, all over, over the, the place. place. Uh, that's fun. Uh, but that's what makes it fun. Uh, I do have one short joke, so I am going to do it. Plus, I am going to do a teaching. This is a very short joke, but very funny. Ready? I like this joke, so I'm, I'm just telling you. I'm up at it. All right. 
How was your game, your golf game today, dear? Jack's wife, Tracy, asked. Well, I was hitting pretty well, but my eyesight's gotten so bad I, I couldn't see where the ball went, he answered. But you're 75 years old, Jack, admonished his wife. Why don't you take my brother Scott along? But he's 85 and he doesn't play golf anymore, protested Jack. Yes, his wife said, but he's got perfect eyesight and he can watch the ball for you. The next day, Jack teed off with Scott looking on. Jack swung the ball, and the ball disappeared down the middle of the fairway. Did you see it? Jack asked. Yep, I sure did, Scott answered. He goes, well, where is it? yelled Jack, peering off in the distance. His brother-in-law responded, I forgot. <laughs> see, I, I forgot, because he's so old. Come on! Because he's so old, he's got great eyesight, but he can't remember where it... Okay. I'm not talking to you guys. Uh, Revelation 19.10. That was funny. Revelation 19.10 says this. This is the uh, this is the angel responding to John when John's getting the revelations. Remember, when John's getting the revelation in the book of Revelation, this is this is significant. This is a guy, and I, I want to make sure you, you understand where, where we're going to go with this. This is a guy that spent three years with Jesus, three plus years with Jesus. He is... Uh, a mainstay apostle, Peter, James, and John, right? He's the longest living apostle that has ever existed. He's on the island of Patmos. He's at the end of his ministry. He's getting this revelation, right? Now, there is very, very, a very good argument you can make that there was nobody that was hu a human being that was more seasoned than John. So he's, he's living, he's you know, towards the end of his life, he uh, hasn't been murdered, he's about to, he's in the midst of writing the book of Revelation. I mean, you're talking some serious, serious stuff, right? He knows what's going on, he's seen G Jesus in the flesh, he's seen Jesus glorified, think of Revelation chapter 1, he's seen all these things that's revealed to him, and this is what happens in, in Revelation 19.10, he bows down and starts to give homage to the angel that's, that's teaching. And the angel says, 1910, you must not do that. I am a fellow servant with you and your brothers who hold the testimony of Jesus. Worship God. So what's important is for us to get there's one superstar in heaven and on earth. And there are a ton of people. I'm a little broader than most in this. There's a ton of people. I love them. Musicians, teachers, brothers, sisters, teachers, leaders, servants, managers, bosses, pastors, speakers, uh, entertainment people, influencers, whatever. There's just a bunch of great, great people. Fantastic. And then this angel is the guy that's kind of responsible for kind of walking John through this process. And John's just like, whoa, whoa. And he's just being overwhelmed. And he, when he goes into this, this homage, this this paying homage uh, position, the, the angel's like, I am your fellow servant with you and your brothers who hold the testimony of Jesus. Every angel that is legit, that's my nice way of saying they're angels and not demons, every angel that's legit is in fellow servanthood with you and I to Jesus. This is all about one, and it ain't us. No 
brother or sister or teacher or leader or director or manager or boss or pastor or or players or wife or husband or children or grandparents or whatever. Nobody qualifies, nobody counts, nobody deserves, and nobody receives worship but the Lord. And there's nothing, there's no, there's no discussion about it. There's no, it doesn't matter. And this is a big problem for society, which tries to always, you know, they have some form of worship going in some other direction on some other things. A lot of people in our country worship money. They worship power. They worship authority. They worship fame. It's all these things. And it's like, that is not, none of that is okay. And here you have an angel. I mean, could you imagine a person who thinks that fame is important? And then there's an, I'm just going to say it for the sake of uh, shock. There's an extraterrestrial being standing next to them. Do you think that person who was seeking fame is going to think, oh, yeah, fame's real important while I stand here next to an alien who's an angel? I mean, I'm just saying, does, would, that not, would that not just change the picture right then and there? And here this angel's like going, look, we are all about one thing, and that is— in this testimony of, 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 of serving Jesus Christ, worship God. That's it. That's all we want. Nothing else. Nothing else. That which belongs to God alone, our worship, that is for God alone. You want to know what you're going to take into eternity? That. And nothing else. You ain't taking nothing else. I can guarantee it. All right, we'll take a break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Since the dawn of the Internet, people have been looking for a website they can be proud of without costing an arm or a leg. People want a quality website to promote their ministry, business, hobby, or passion. Introducing... Cowpunch Sites. Cowpunch Sites can help you create and maintain a quality website. From design to security, Cowpunch does it all. Cowpunch is a family-owned and operated business, taking a fresh approach to business. Lots of clients at lower prices. Make mom happy. The most significant benefit of working with Cowpunch Sites is that you work with real people, not cheesy templates. No outsourcing. It's $57 a month, and there's no setup fee and no cancellation fees. When you go to cowpunchsites.com dad. That's cowpunchsites.com dad. That's me. Oh, did I mention that it's $57 a month? Cowpunch Sites, $57 a month, and that's no bull. Um, Dave, this is a nice radio station. Oops, sorry. That's Cowpunch Sites, $57 a month, and that's no bull-oney. There, that's better. Cowpunchsites.com slash dad. What is the David Spoon Experience? Well, all, all amps are louder. Because, you see, ours, normally an amp goes from 1 to 10, see? But ours, they go, they go to 11, see? So ours are one more. They're louder. See? So you turn them all the way to 11. All the way up. They're louder. <laughs> I have saved the best for the last. last. Because I know almost what I am doing, but not quite. The David Spoon Experience. What is the David Spoon Experience, you say? I'll put it to you like this. Do you love a good joke that's pretty bad? What do you call an animal that doesn't practice what it preaches? A hippocritopotamus. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> 
Do you love being able to ask questions, comments, or having someone to pray for you? If you have an opinion, a comment, a thought, or a question, we don't want it to die of loneliness. We want it to have a chance. And last but not least, do you love some trivia? All right, we got our trivia question. Uh, who made clothes out of leaves that were sewed together? Somebody want to answer the trivia question? Oh, okay, hold on. Hold on. Here you go. Here you go. This is David. Who am I talking to? We're talking to Mary. This is Al. This is Brother Ace. This is Eric. This is Deborah. Now, if that doesn't make you curious, maybe you should tune in and check it out for yourself. Think of me as the big brother that won't go away. <laughs> That's me. Tune in to the David Spoon Experience weekdays at 1.30 p.m. on 770 KAAM. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAM 770. The Truth Station here in Texas. We're going to get a lot of stuff done in this last little 10-minute spot, so just get ready for this. Here is your trivia question, last of the day. Actually, last of the week, technically. True or false, this is not a joke, true or false, in the desert, John the Baptist used used to eat wild honey and locust. True or false? Okay. It's not, you know, we're not trying to. True or false, in the desert, John the Baptist uh, ate wild honey and locust. Okay, there you go on that one. If you think you know the answer, 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483 or send an email to david at hemustincrease.org. Somebody is calling in, so we will give them that opportunity. Uh, a quick reminder, while they're on the phone, we are talking about, discussing, praying about, looking at, examining whether or not to create a YouTube channel. It doesn't take anything. It's not a cost of money or anything. But a YouTube channel that will do a maybe a more um, independent job of discussing biblical references and political situations, uh, but not putting it in our radio show, but promoting it in the show if we end up doing that. And uh, just trying to get uh, feedback from the audience because I have a lot of respect for my brothers and sisters. And so you can uh, text us. You can email us. You can go to the website and and, and uh, fill out any of the forms. Uh, you reach out to us any way you can. That's fine. We're not – and I really like what, uh, what was spoken uh, by Roger is that we're not going to bring it into the show. It's not going to become a part of the show. It's just kind of a separate little entity <laughs> – and I love what he said. He goes, well, I don't, I don't, I'm not on Facebook or YouTube, so I don't care. <laughs> so this would be for those that are, do have an interest in that, just leaving it at there. All right, we do have somebody ready to answer a trivia question. Let's send them on through. Knock, knock. This is David. Who am I talking to? That's her, Will Rogers. Hello, sir. How are you? I'm a good. I hope you're much better. I am doing, like I said uh, when Gary asked, I'm doing about three, three and a half percent better than I was yesterday, which is pretty good because I was already at like the 90 percent level. So I am getting, I am climbing back up to 100 percent. Good. Yeah, I'm pretty happy about that myself. It's like, yes, I don't like, I don't like having the residue of cold and stuff like that. I hate that. So anyway, um, all right, this is not an overly challenging question. So, but I'm going to give you all the space you need in it. True or false, in the desert, John the Baptist used to eat wild honey and locusts. True or false? 
I would say that's true. You are correct, sir! It is, in fact, true, and uh, I'm, I'm sure that probably did not ingratiate him to the general public having that unique diet, but then he did have a unique message, so that kind of fits with who he was and his personality. Although I don't know how his parents felt about it, but yeah, that's uh, that would be. <laughs> how are you doing, brother? How are things for you? I'm doing great. Awesome. Well, I've heard it said that the locusts were actually a carob bean or something like that. You know, that's funny. I've actually I've heard that, and uh, I did read one small paper on it, not in depth, not a professional paper, but I did hear that uh, that 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 there was a, a little different than what we would imagine. Uh, about that process. Hey, let me ask you this, uh, and I'll just ask you just real quickly. Did you hear us talking about possibly doing a YouTube channel on politics, uh, mixing the politics and, and the Bible? What do you think of that as long as we keep it out of the show? What is your thought about that? Well, my thought is uh, you got to be real careful with politics because I think the Bible is focused on the relationship with individuals and God. And when you start talking politics, you got to get everybody on the same page. And you can only do that if you get the individuals and God right with each other. Love it. I love your input. I just love that you shared that. That was great. Because what I want is I want to hear from people. I want to understand where people are coming from in that. And the reason that my, my cautiousness is I don't want to bring anything into the show. But then there's sometimes where you sit there and you see what's going on and you're thinking that is completely contrary to biblical principle. And then you just kind of scream at like the TV or whatever you're looking at. And uh, well, so I agree with you. You should be very cautious about this because it's too easy to take the politics and focus on it instead of focusing on Jesus. Excellent point. I love it, and I, you know, I just want to thank you for that. I want to thank you for that input. Yes, sir. You, you got have a blessed it. Day. All right. You have a great weekend, bro. All right. God bless you. All right. Uh, we uh, actually don't have time to do our history. <laughs> you don't think so? Well, we have three and a half minutes. Uh, no. All right. I got to do the teaching. All right. Just going to have to smile. Look at this. You see I'm smiling? <laughs> okay. Uh, let's just finish this off because we only have three and a half minutes, like I said. Uh, this is Luke chapter 24, verse 32 through 35. It says this. Then he opened their minds to understand the scripture and said to them, Thus it is written, the Christ should suffer and on the third day rise from the dead, and that repentance and forgiveness of sins should be proclaimed in his name to all nations beginning from Jerusalem. You are witnesses of these things, and behold, I am sending the promise of my Father upon you, but stay in the city until you are clothed with power from on high. So this is a very powerful moment here, and Jesus is telling the disciples, okay, we got stuff happening, and the Holy Spirit's going to come pouring out on you, but I want you to look at what it says in verse uh, 30, uh, 45. Actually, I gave the wrong verse numbers. It should have been verse 45 to 49, but he says, he Open their mind to understand the scriptures. I just have to say, superbly important that when we read the Bible and when we pray, 
that it is totally and wholly appropriate to ask the Lord to open up our minds. You're not asking the devil. You're not asking the angels. You're not asking anything. You, just like your prayer of salvation, okay, which I have a very distinct issue with people are like, well, Satan can answer that prayer. Well, then nobody gets saved. So that that doesn't even – there's no because every time somebody makes a prayer of salvation, uh, Satan can't answer that. So it's like, okay, so what I'm pointing out is just ask the Lord, open my mind – to know what you're saying, to understand what you're saying. And when you're fellowshipping with the Lord in prayer, you is nothing wrong with you saying, Lord, let me, you know, push out all the goofy stuff I've got floating around right now so I can just concentrate on you. And the message is that Christ should suffer for all of our sins and on the third day rise. He says, this is written that, that Christ, the Christ should suffer and on the third day rise from the dead. And that repentance and forgiveness of sins should be proclaimed in his name to all nations. We should be a people that are prepared and ready to say, hey, you got to repent and you got to ask for forgiveness. How you do that does not have to be the exact same as how somebody else does that. Nobody cares about that. It's just that this message is for all of us to share. It is our job to witness. He tells it to the the disciples, but then some people will say, well, that was just for the disciples. Well, then the promise of the Holy Spirit was just for the disciples. You can't do that. you got to be honest about it. And so he says, I'm sending the promise of my Father upon you, but stay in the city until you're clothed with power on high. And we don't witness in our own power. Power or strength. We're supposed to be witnessing in connection and in fellowship with the Holy Spirit, which then is what makes it effective because it's not us. And I think most of us know that. But the bottom line that I'm bringing to this particular teaching is when you pray and when you read, ask the Lord to open your mind up so you can connect to him. Because the majority of us have had our minds sloshed with a lot of pollution. All right, so let's get that cleaned up. All right, we're done for this week. Ladies and gentlemen, you've been listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas, taking a 70 and one-half-hour break. Then we'll come back. More Insanity with Spoonanity. Talk to you then. Just as I am, he reached down and saved you. Just my freedom at the cost of Views and opinions expressed in the preceding program are those of its participants and do not necessarily reflect those of KAAM, DJRD Broadcasting, or its sponsors.